My name is Nick McCaffrey. I'm an RNLI crew member from the 8th Lifeboat Station in Shetland. The 8th Lifeboat Station is the UK's northernmost lifeboat station. Just putting ourselves on a map, um, 8th Lifeboat Station is one of two lifeboat stations in Shetland. Uh, there's one in Lawick, our biggest uh, town, um, and then we have 8th. Uh, we're both on the Shetland's mainland. Um, uh, but we're surrounded by a number of um, islands of, of varying shapes and sizes uh, around the mainland itself. And we live in a vo, uh, and a vo is kind of like a, a Shetland's version of a Norwegian fjord, except we don't have the great big cliffs and valleys and so on. We're like an inlet, as it were. The water in our vo very quickly drops from around about uh, three, three and a half metres in the marina down to about 40 metres in the Vaux itself. And then once you leave the Vaux, we're out into the open ocean, we're into the Atlantic, um, where you know we'll see very, very quickly depths of 100 metres plus. Um, so our sea around us gets very, very deep very, very quickly. We're really, really fortunate to be where we are. We live in a, in a wonderful landscape. Um, and I suppose there's lots of really unique and novel things about where we are living so far north. We are above the 60 degree line of latitude, which basically is significant because it it affects how much light we get. So our days are very, very long uh, in the summer and our, our winters are days, you, you would think because we get 24 hour daylight in the summer that we'd get um, 24 hour darkness in the winter, but it doesn't quite work like that. Uh, I think the shortest our days get is around about six hours in the winter. Our coastline is, is very, very rugged. Um, and even on a calm day, because of the, the nature of our coastline, it's that there are lots of gills and inlets and bites and so on. Because of the nature of that, you know, on any, on any windy day, uh, they're incredibly challenging. Um, but even on calm days where we have a, a, a rolling swell, um, it can be nearly impossible to, to get into some of these ghouls and, and get out safely. Winter, we can see the highest wind speeds I've seen uh, since I've lived in Shetland has been 106 mile an hour. Th there's a real juxtaposition some days. You know, we can have absolutely glass flat, calm, mirror seas. Uh, and other days, it can just look like Armageddon. We're surrounded by caves. Um, and the caves can look fantastic and, and really, really inviting, even on a benign sea. And you go in and all of a sudden that sea level starts rising very, very quickly and that roof starts coming down very, very fast. Um, so there are things that you can, you know, you could very easily uh, get caught up in, even on a, on a very flat, calm, benign day. And yeah, that's before we get into the storms that we get here. Um, we can have some incredibly, incredibly violent storms and really, really difficult sea states. And I suppose that's where we're lucky as locals here. We get to see that all year round and we get to see uh, just how difficult things can be and how quickly things can change as well, which is hard perhaps to instill on anybody that's new to the island. But um, I suppose that's, that's why we're there. We're there to help if people make mistakes. That's, that's what we volunteered to do. But I, I think we're all very aware of how easy it is to make that mistake. A lot of our community have uh, long-standing family interests and history with fishing and, and, and our industries around us as well rely heavily on the ocean. Um, 
you know, and, and most of the community have had some experience or some history in, in boats as well. The ocean is very much integral to our way of life up here. This time of year, we start to see the, um, the pelagic fish like mackerel coming inshore, which starts to bring in the bigger cetaceans like uh, our minkies and so on. Um, we're kind of around about common seal popping season right now as well. And generally speaking, we think we see a spike in, in uh, orca uh, visits, orca activity too. So you don't just become accustomed to maybe what the what the, the ocean and the tides are doing, but what's actually happening within the oceans and what that actually means for, for lots of other things as well. Um, and I think a lot of the knowledge that I've gained in the time that I've been here in Shetland has been uh, shared with me by members of the community and members of the crew and so on. So everybody is, is sort of building on that knowledge base. We have two main species of seal here, um, common seals and grey seals. But we have had visits from walruses uh, and uh, bearded seals as well, which are which are not particularly common, but but interesting all the same. And they're obviously feeding off our fish, uh, and our waters are, are are very very rich in fish. Fishing is a massive part of our industry up here, and all of that then starts to bring in the bigger things. Basking sharks are uh, are fairly uh, fairly typical in the summer months, and then any number of cetaceans we can see uh, all different species of dolphin. Uh, Risa dolphin, common dolphin, Atlantic white-sided dolphins. Uh, minke whales are very, very common up here. Um, and then we get the bigger things as well, like humpback whales and uh, orca too. And, you know, one of the things as a crew member, I've been really fortunate in, in kind of, for one, get my head around my, uh, my local waters. As somebody that didn't grow up in Shetland, I uh, moved up in uh, 2011. Uh, joining the lifeboat was a no-brainer for me to get my head around the lay of the land. Um, and I got to integrate with my community very, very quickly and kind of do my bit. What's fantastic about being part of the crew is you become part of this, this team, you know, of uh, fishermen, of, uh, you know, people that work in industry and so on. And if they hear something, they're very good at sharing that with me because they know that's, that's an interest of mine. In my spare time, I am a, a commercial drone pilot uh, and wildlife photographer, videographer. And... Uh, they've just built up an understanding of the things that I'm interested in and are very keen to help me be successful in capturing some of the wonderful things that happen around our island. So, you know, I've got a lot to be grateful for in terms of my experience working with the RNLI and becoming a, a, an integral part of my local community. And I've, I've got a lot back out of that. Um, and I dare say I wouldn't have had anything like the successes I have had uh, had it not been for being part of the RNLI. My work on wild owls focused, uh, focused on otters, uh, but predominantly on killer whales, orca. Um, and Aeth has had a number of visits, our Aeth station has had a number of visits uh, by a particular pod of, of killer whales, the number 27s, uh, but we have had a few other pods visit too. Um, you know, in October last year, we had three visits, uh, pretty much right at the lifeboat of a, of a, the 27 pod. Um, that's roughly seven seven animals. Um, incredible to see a pod of seven killer whales, you know, meters from your lifeboat while it's tied up on the marina. You know, the marina's only around about three meters deep as well, so you can see everything going on in the water underneath you. And also what's quite novel is we have an otter that's been using the uh, rock armoring on the other side of our lifeboat for the last 11 years, we've had otters using that rock armoring and I've been following them closely. And because of that, I, I've, I've been able to work with them uh, regularly with the drones and those otters are really quite uh, habituated to 
to the drones. So that's given me opportunities to sort of uh, showcase insights to their world. And a lot of my success in terms of um, production filming has had its roots buried in, um, in my role as an RNLI crewman. I am proud to be part of the of the crew and, and we are all friends outside of that and you know whether it's in a lifeboat capacity or not uh, we will all help one another um, and, and that's wonderful, it's a wonderful thing. Hello this is Louise Minchin, you've been listening to the RNLI's 200 Voices collection. To hear more remarkable stories head to rnli.org slash 200 voices or subscribe to RNLI wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Two Hundred Voices is produced for the RNLI by Adventurous Audio Limited.